special on that. East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona, California, where Jesus is Lord. We believe the Bible is the word of God. Uh, therefore, I am faithful, bold, the church. We believe the best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus name. Our Sunday morning worship begins at 8 a.m. Tuesday Inside the Pages, a comprehensive Bible study begins at 7 p.m. Join us in praise and worship of our Lord and Savior as we journey through the book of Acts and Ezekiel. You can visit ConnectingTruth.org and click on God on Demand for archive of messages. To our listening audience, God bless you and peace and understanding. 
My prayer is that you have shared the gospel, the good news with someone this week. Uh, since the last time you saw me or the last time you heard my voice, that you've told someone that God is good. Uh, the purpose of attending worship service is for preparation so that we can and will be witnesses for Christ Jesus. Father, in the name of Jesus, we pray and ask that you would go before us this morning, Lord God, as we uh, worship you, Lord God, in the spirit of truth, in the spirit of holiness, Lord God, that you would bless us to, uh, to minister your word, to receive your word, to maintain your word. Lord Jesus, we need to hear from you. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would help us to walk in obedience of your will. Lord Jesus, that our, that our will lines up with your will. Lord, and that we say yes to your will in the name of Jesus. Lord, if there's any sick among us, we pray that you would heal them. Lord Jesus, if there's any among us, Lord God, that are in the valley decision, we pray that you would bring them out. Lord Jesus, those that are dealing with uh, bereavement right now, those that are dealing with situations, Lord God, we pray and ask that you would help them, Lord. Lord Jesus, comfort them as only you can do. Lord Jesus, uh, those, O oh Lord God, that are incarcerated, Lord Jesus, remember them. Lord Jesus, those, O oh Lord God, that are uh, have, that you said we overcome evil with good. Bless all of us, O oh Lord God, to overcome evil with good. Lord Jesus, we'll be careful to give your name the praise and to give you glory in Jesus' mighty name. Lord, I bless each one under the sound of my voice. Lord Jesus, those that are present and those that are yet on their way. Lord Jesus, those that would be here and cannot. Lord Jesus, remember them right now, Savior. Lord, every place where they have gathered together to lift up holy hands, every place where they have gathered together to call upon your name, Lord. Lord Jesus, bless them right now, Savior. Those that are tearing for the Holy Ghost, fill them, Lord. Lord Jesus, let your truth be known. In Jesus' mighty name, amen and amen. Thank you, Jesus. Certainly, my prayer is that, is that uh, you will be blessed by the word of God. And before we go into the word of God, uh, we're going to ask uh, a young man to come and give us a, a testimony and words of encouragement to come in his own way. In, in Jesus' name, amen. I just want to thank God for waking me up this morning, for getting me here, keeping me strong, healthy, keeping me smart. Uh, he, he does a lot for you that you might not know. He, he plans stuff out that can help for your future. You don't know that right now because you because he did not tell you for a reason. He he wants you to to succeed. And he's gonna help you to succeed. So, all my young people out there, you, all my young people out there, uh, he will help us. He will help you. It's it's just in in time, in time you will see what what he he has brought you here for. So until then, worship him and praise him because he 
yeah, he will help you if he will try to pull it. Amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you for those words of encouragement, for sharing with us. Certainly, God will help us. God will show us the way, amen, as he has done for, for us when we didn't know what to do, when we didn't, wasn't sure in, in our youth and our, our middle age, and for some that are now uh, in what I would consider their mature age. Uh, I've heard the testimony of others and what the Lord has done and what he is able to do. And there are many more that need to hear what God has done and what he is able to do. Certainly, again, uh, the church, the purpose of the church is preparedness to prepare us for the work of ministry. Everybody in the church is involved in ministry, whether you know it or not. Uh, we are uh, we come to service. We gather together uh, to be prepared for the work of the ministry. Uh, that is the purpose of the pastor, the prophet, the evangelist, the teacher, the, uh, the preacher, amen, and, and as many as the offices that God has prepared, it is for the church. And, and so uh, I pray that after you leave service, it's one thing to come to a service and we worship and we sing and we give God glory and honor in, in these walls, but the truth is that we're supposed to do that outside of these walls. Uh, the 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 congregation from the front door to the back should be echoing uh, the, the words of life, should be echoing uh, what God has said and what God is doing. And, and to carry out the great commission, uh, this commission carries an accountability. So it's important to note that evangelism is tied to the end of the world and the coming of Jesus Christ. You cannot preach Jesus Christ without uh, you can preach and talk about the coming of the Lord, but it's tied to evangelism, uh, as Matthews 24 and 14 says. Now, I just want to ask the question this morning to, to some that are, and that is, have you received the Holy Ghost since you believed? And with that question in mind, I want to direct your attention to uh, Acts, the fifth chapter. Acts, the fifth chapter, uh, verse 17 through 29, and it reads, Then the high priest rose up, and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation, and laid their hands on the apostles, and put them in the common prison. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors, and brought them forth and said, go, go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. And when they heard that, they entered into the temple early in the morning and taught. But the high priest came and they that were with him and called the council together and all the senate of the children of Israel and sent to the prison to have them brought. But when the officers came and found them not in the prison, they returned and told, saying, The prison uh, truly found we shut with all safety, and the keepers standing without before the door. But when we had opened, we found no man within. Now when the high priest and the captain of the temple and the chief priest heard these things, they doubted 
of them whereunto this would grow. Then came one and told them, saying, Behold, the men whom ye have uh, you put in prison are standing in the temple and teaching the people. Then went the captains with the officers and brought them without violence, for they feared the people, lest they should have been stoned. And when they had brought them, they set them before the council, and the high priest asked them, saying, Did we not straightly command you that ye should not teach in this name? And behold, ye have filled Jerusalem with your doctrine and intent to bring this man's blood upon us. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. We ought to obey God rather than man. Whatever is trying to dictate to you not to obey God, you should tell it we ought to obey God rather than you. Thought to remember comes from verse 19 and 20. But the angel of the Lord by night opened the prison doors and brought them forth and said, go stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. The thought this morning is this life. And as a subtopic, are you about this life? The Bible says, then the high priest rose up and all they that were with him, which is the sect of the Sadducees, and were filled with indignation and laid their hands on the apostles and put them in the common prison. The high priest rose up and all they that were with him, uh, they were filled with indignation. They were angry. They was upset. Uh, the high priest being Annas, uh, Cephas, John, Alexander, and many of the relatives that were part of the religious organization. Uh, let me uh, touch something right here, uh, because there are a lot of religious organizations, and these people were having a problem. This particular group was having, this particular party, this particular uh, uh, section was having a problem. Matter of fact, as you read the scripture, uh, they said, did we not straightly command you that you should not teach in his name? They wouldn't even say the name of Jesus. They didn't even say, didn't we, didn't we tell you not to preach in Jesus' name? Uh, they just said in his name. Uh, there's something about the name of Jesus that when it truly bubbles up from the inside, it causes something to happen on the outside. And so uh, they were in Caiaphas and Annas and John and Alexander and many of the other relatives that were part of this religious organization came against the apostles. Now, I want you to understand something here that an organization, I'm not against organization, but I am against the fact that uh, when you stop uh, being about souls, there is a problem. When Jesus is not the head, there is a problem. When church doesn't start until the uh, bishop walks in, there is a problem. Uh, that is an organization that has a religious theme, but it is far from the responsibility and the call of Jesus Christ. It might have started out good, but it's not turning out as well as it started out. And, and so we need to make sure that we uh, be about souls. 
every church should be about souls. It's not about me going to putting my name on a row, showing up into service and saying I went to church. But it's about being it's about souls. God is concerned about the souls of men. When Jesus uh, is not the head. When the when the pastor, let me let me say something here. Uh, the pastor is not the head of the church. He is the under shepherd. Uh, Christ is the shepherd. He is the head of the church. He's the only one that shed his blood for the remission of sin. He's the only one that that was crucified for us. So nobody, no person, no man or anybody is the head of the church. We're all servants of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. That's if you yield yourself, because the Bible says whomever and whatever you yield yourself to, then that is your master and you're the servant of that thing. And so uh, when the church is not about souls, there's a problem. When Jesus is not the head, there is a problem. When church service doesn't doesn't start, uh, listen, when when the, the, the service when the leaders, if for whatever reason, the, the pastor or, or whoever is running late, the service should have already been started. Prayer should already be going on. Uh, the, the worship should already be going on. So when people enter in, they are entering in into an atmosphere that is that is centric to Jesus Christ. Uh, when they enter into the service, the service has already started. Somebody is already praying. When they enter in, the service has already started. Somebody is already singing. When they enter in, what well, praise is going on, worship is going on. The atmosphere has been set, which is going to make it easier for those that are walking in. Whatever the situation is, that when they come in, the healing can take place a lot easier. Uh, oh my God, I, I was thinking about the uh, the scenario of healing and how, uh, you know, we, the body heals itself and the miraculous fact that God is able to speed up time and cause a healing to happen instantly compared to uh, happening over weeks, days and uh, or even months or even years. Uh, how great is our God that we should not that we should worship him uh, any and every time. And so the, the leadership should walk into a service. That is already worshiping the head of the church. Walk into a service where people are already on their knees praying and seeking God or, or sitting in their seats and worshiping and, and dedication and consecration unto our Lord and Savior. Uh, it doesn't start when the leadership walk in. It should have already been started because Jesus is the leader. Uh, and so the leadership, uh, bless you, Lord God, the high priest and the Sadducees, an upper a secular or upper upper social and economical echelon of Judean uh, society. Uh, these people had political power, political influence in Rome and among the Jews, but none with God. You can have influence on your job. You can have influence among other people and not have any influence with God. If you're going to impress anybody, impress God. If you're going to impress anybody, impress God. And by impressing God, others will be blessed. They were powerless. The high priest, the leadership was powerless. They couldn't even fake it. Uh, like some today, they, they, they're trying to fake it. Uh, but you can't fake this thing. Uh, you, you don't shake. Uh, shaking doesn't mean you have power. Uh, people think because they uh, dance around, uh, jump the pews, or roll down the aisle that they have some power with God. But let me tell you something. The, the power with God comes from a religious, uh, a righteous life, a holy life. 
one that has been dedicated and consecrated. Uh, the Bible even tells us that Israel sat down to eat and then rose up to play. Uh, many sit down and eat and they rise up and play. They sit down and eat. They get they, what they call the shondo on. And, but yet they get up and they go out and they do the same thing that they were doing before they came in. They were powerless. Uh, they uh, were even and couldn't even fake it. Uh, they shook, but it didn't mean anything. Uh, tongues are not influenced by the Holy Ghost. No power. Uh, choreographic worship without conviction and repentance means no power. The indignation that they had, they were outraged. They were angered. And resentment controlled the hearts of the high priests and the Sadducees. Every time the name of Jesus was mentioned, it reminded them of the injustice that they committed. Now, it's, it's when we look at this, we don't see Peter and we don't see the disciples or anybody condemning the leadership. We don't see them going against the leaders and calling them knuckleheads. We don't see them calling in the three stooges or disrespecting their office uh, because the office was established and God didn't uh, bless you, Lord Jesus. Jesus directed and dealt with them when he was here. Uh, but you don't find the disciples and the apostles in them uh, coming against them and calling them any kind of names. Peter even reached out to them and preached repentance uh, in his message. Uh, even though he preached, he preached reconciliation, Peter told them the blessing that God wanted to give them uh, was for all Israel to be saved, for Israel to be prepared for the day of refreshing and that their sins would be blotted out. This is the true blessing of the Lord, uh, to be prepared for the day of refreshing and that our sins be blotted out. Our day of refreshing. Our sins need to be, we need to be reconciled unto God and our sins need to be blotted out. Uh, you want your name to be found written in the Lamb's book of life. Uh, you want your, uh, your, your remembrance. The Bible said that those that feared the Lord, this is Malachi, those that feared the Lord often spanked one to another. Is that your conversation? Because God is listening. The Bible said that uh, those that feared the Lord talked about him. Those that feared the Lord had conversations among them. Those that feared the Lord were singing their songs. They were singing to one another. They were lifting them up in hymns. And they were blessing one another by talking about and testifying and telling of his goodness. To the extent that the Bible said, God listened and a book of remembrance was written. Acts 3.19 said, repent ye therefore and be converted that your sins may be blotted out. When the time of refreshing shall come and the presence of our Lord, then the high priest rose up and all they that were with him, uh, that they laid hands on the apostles and they put them in a common prison. In other words, they were cast into a public jail. And but the angel, uh, but the angel of the Lord. I like that. But, uh, you know, you can talk about the situation, but when someone uh, adds that word right there, that conjunction. But on that, you better pay attention. But the angel of the Lord, they were in jail, but the angel of the Lord, they had hands laid on them, but the angel of the Lord opened the door, the prison door and brought them forth and said, go, we need to go and stand and speak in the temple to the people all the words of this life. God is concerned that there is a clear understanding about this life. 
uh, not the life that you live chasing the dreams that you're chasing after, uh, but the, this life, the eternal life, the life that's going to mean something uh, when you come to an end of your temporary assignment. How many know that life is a temporary assignment uh, that just one day is going to come to an end? Uh, many are approaching that day. It doesn't have a number on it. It's not by age, but it's a time factor that God has implemented that on this day you're going to stand before him. What day is that? God has it written down. So the best thing to do is to obey God and to be about this life. Are you about this life? Oh, bless you, Lord God. The high priest and those with them uh, uh, have one purpose in mind, and that was to intimidate the disciples and make a, a visible public point. Understand the trouble you get into is not for doing uh, not keeping the word because many times we, we people have blamed their situation uh, on God and said, well, I'm in trouble. I'm being afflicted. But listen, the enemy, the enemy comes together to get at you. The enemy comes together and have a meeting. They have a meeting about you so that the enemy can lay hands on you. The enemy has a meeting about you to intimidate you. He has a meeting to make you a public spectacle. He has a meeting to embarrass you and to try to make you afraid. You need to know and understand that you are a threat. You're a threat when you call on the name of Jesus. You're a threat when you worship the Lord. You're a threat when you praise him. You're a threat when you're in service. You're a threat when you're out of service, when you're dedicated and consecrated unto the Lord. Bless your Lord Jesus. We need to understand that the trouble they got into was not for doing something wrong. They didn't get in trouble for not keeping their word. They didn't get in trouble for immoralities or bad stewardship. They didn't get in trouble for unfaithfulness, uh, which is only a, uh, a, a reaction for us committing or omitting. But it, it is the consequence of one behavior. They got in trouble for calling upon the name of Jesus. They got in trouble for learning a lesson and carrying out and following the rules and the orders of Jesus Christ. The power of Jesus name. They got in trouble for that. They got in trouble because signs and wonders was following them in the name of Jesus. Remember, there was a man at the temple that they walked up to and the man looked at them and, and said, uh, 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 looking for money to ask arms. But Peter and John said, listen, a uh, silver and gold have I none. I don't have any money that I can share with you, man. Uh, brother, I'm sorry. I'm broke. Uh, people think that being that when you're broke, when you uh, don't have uh, money in your pocket, that there's a problem. Sometimes you just don't have it. And when you don't have it, you don't have it. But listen, what you do have, I have the name of Jesus and I'm willing to share that with you. I have power that has been placed in my life and I'm willing to share that with me. Are you with me, church? Are you willing to share with others uh, that the power that God has given you, that God has invested in you? I don't hear you talking to me this morning. Bless your Lord God. Are you with the Lord when he commands and say go? Are you with him when it comes down to doing his will? The disciples were about Jesus Christ. Bless your Lord Jesus. The power in his name. The signs and the wonders that would follow them. Not for their glory, but for the glory of God. It's about the Lord. Ananias, Cephas, Caiaphas, John, Alexander, relatives, and the others did not have this name. The message is clear. It's about this life. The message is plain. 
are you about this life? You can't be about this life without Jesus Christ because he is the prince of this life. He is the author of this life. You'll find that in Acts 3 and 15, which says he is the prince. He is the king. He is the Lord. You can't claim to be religious. Uh, but if you don't have Jesus, you're rejecting the cornerstone. It is the same as tearing off the corners of money, erasing the denomination or what has been printed on the bill and then claiming it still has a value. Without Jesus, it is no value. Without the Lord, you don't have nothing. Bless your name, Jesus. The angel of the Lord opened the prison door and brought them forth. The same power that has opened the prison door and brought you forth. But some are still holding on to a mindset that they're in jail. The Bible said the angel of the Lord brought them out. Jesus has brought us out. The power of God has brought us out. The Lord sent his word and brought us out. He sent a message and a messenger and the messenger delivered the message and the Lord brought us out. But then we grab hold and embrace to the mindset that make us think that we're still in prison. We're still in jail. We're still on lockdown. We're still handcuffed. We're still bound. We can't go nowhere. We can't do anything. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. Listen, God has set us free. God has made it so that we can go. God has made it so that we can tell others about this life. God has made it so that we can live this life as an example and with our voices, with our physical, in our homes, on our jobs, wherever the Lord God may send us. God set you free and he insists, oh, bless your Lord God, that we go. Going is a commission. God has commissioned us to go. God has commissioned us to do. To do what? Tell others about this life. God is concerned that souls know about this life. What life? Not the life of a new car, not the life of a home ownership, not that those are all good things. But listen, God is concerned about the soul. God is concerned about the one that that don't have those things. God is concerned about the one that is still drunk. He's concerned about the one that is addicted. God is concerned about the one that don't know what to do, confused, misused, abused. God is concerned about them. God is concerned, oh, bless your Lord Jesus, about every soul. He's concerned about everybody. The Bible said uh, Lazarus was laid by the rich man's gate and the rich man wouldn't even uh, share a meal with him, wouldn't give him the crumbs off his table, wouldn't give him the food out of his trash. The man had enough money to, that he could have bought, had a doctor come by and check on him. He refused, uh, sneaking out the back door, uh, going out the side door, doing everything he could to avoid the man. And the Bible said that Lazarus died. Oh, bless your Lord Jesus. And, uh, and, and the rich man died. And the rich man looked up and saw Lazarus laying in the bosom of Abraham and said, allow Lazarus to dip his finger in the water and cool my tongue. I'm tormented in the flame. And the Lord said, wait a minute. I'm paraphrasing this here. But the Lord said, wait a minute, man. Uh, in your life, you had all those good things. You had money. You had food. You had clothes. You had the means. You had the ability. But yet you refused to uh, use the blessings that you have to help your brother, to help who is my brother, the person that you see, your neighbor, the one that you pass by and refuse to speak to. 
the one that you see in need. You refused to help him. You didn't even want to be bothered with him. But now you thought he was filthy. You thought he was undone. You thought he was wretched. You thought everything bad about him, and now you want this same individual to dip his finger in some water and touch your tongue because you're tormented in the flames? Bless your name, Jesus. He said, that's not possible. There's a great gulf. There's a separation. Don't you know that the day is coming that there's going to be a separation of those that did, those that do, and those that would not do? Though There's going to be a separation. Uh, the Bible said that, that the rich man said, well, look, let them go back and, and talk to uh, my brothers. Let them go back and talk to my relatives and let them, let them know that there's a terrible place outside of time in eternity. There is a terrible place. That, that I have wound up in and warned them not to come here. The Lord said, listen, they have the folks at Cornerstone. They have the folks at Ephesians. They have the folks in Philadelphia. They have the folks over at Greater Grace. They have the folks at Abundant Grace and at Bethany. They have the folks all across the country. They have the folks at the Potter House. They have the folks at whatever church, what's that, whatever church you can think of. And they won't hear them. God is concerned about souls. He's also concerned about those that have the word of life, this life. Reaching out to others and telling them about the life. That was the message. Tell the people about this life. A life of repentance. A life of signs and a relationship with God, a relationship with sovereign God, not philosophies. God's not concerned about philosophies. He's not concerned about Buddhism. He's not concerned about Hinduism. He's concerned about soul salvation. None of those things are about salvation. But Christ is about salvation. It's about your soul. It's about deliverance. It's about reconciliation. It's about him and the relationship that he started, that was created in the Garden of Eden when God created man and walked with man in the cool of the day. God has set us free. God insists that we uh, live a free life and tell others about this life. The prison was found shut. And there's a lot of power in these verses about what was, that has not been covered, but the prison was found shut. The people that stood outside the door, the guards, didn't know what had happened. They didn't know that the disciples had left and went to do the will of God. Then Peter and the other apostles answered and said, we ought to obey God rather than man. Go tell the people about this life. Listen, saints, friends, on the job, in the marketplace. Now, I, I'm in my position. I, I, I'm not telling anyone to to break the rules on the job, but there are opportunities that present itself. And as a way of conduct, are we conducting ourselves in such a way that when people look at us, they see that there's something different about you? Make them want to ask, uh, "What is it? I, I can't put my finger on it, but there's something different about you." Open it up an opportunity 
for you to have a, a, a conversation, not an argument, a conversation, and to share the, the gospel of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Understand something that people may not have been taught as you have been taught. And, and so when Aquila and Priscilla came to the, uh, met the man that was ministering the gospel, and he didn't have the fullness of it, the Bible said they took him to the side and they taught him the better way. And then the man went on to live and to minister uh, the word of God because he learned the better way. You're learning the better way. In the marketplace, at the school, when opportunity presents itself, and as you make opportunities by reaching out to other souls and telling them about this life. Yes, we are about this life. And there are many others that want to know about this life. Friend, this is Pastor Carl Henderson, Cornerstone Apostolic Church, located again at 524 East Pasadena Street in the city of Pomona. It is Pomona, California. Again, we believe the Bible is the word of God. Therefore, we are faithful, bold, the church. The best way to face opposition is by obedience to the word of God in Jesus' name. If you have a situation and you request in prayer, reach out to us. We believe in prayer. Prayer is, reaches around the world. You can contact us through our website at connectingtruth.org. We click on the tab, the contact tab. You can go directly to sml at connectingtruth.org. Let us know. We're concerned about souls. Uh, we're praying for those that are uh, friends that we have in Hong Kong that are in quarantine right now because of the situation. Matter of fact, we're getting ready to go into prayer right now. I'm asking all the prayer warriors, and, and as we stand and, and we go before the Lord in prayer, let's remember those that are dealing with situations. Let's remember those that are that uh, on locally and afar. Bless your Lord Jesus. Let's go before the Lord in a word of prayer. Father, in the name of Jesus, Lord, we honor you this morning. We honor you, Lord God, whether this morning or evening, wherever uh, the individuals are, Lord Jesus, that you would have your way. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that you would bless your people right now. Lord, everyone under the sound of my voice, those that will hear this uh, throughout the week as they as they go into the archive of messages, Lord, we pray and ask for their well-being. Lord Jesus, we pray and ask that, that you would bless uh, your word to be an encouragement to, to those that hear it. Lord Jesus, our concern is that souls be encouraged uh, to seek you, Lord God, to live for you, to call upon you, Lord Jesus, in these days of trouble, Lord, the time of uncertainty, Lord Jesus, and uh, the, the situations that are at hand right now, Father, Lord, we pray and ask for your help and your guidance uh, among us locally and abroad. Bless the ministers, Lord Jesus, the, uh, the, your evangelists and uh, those that are on the missionary field, Lord God, and Lord, those that are reaching out to others with the right words to say, give us guidance, Lord Jesus. Lord Jesus, and, and as we pray, Lord Jesus, for others, Lord God, we thank you because we know that, that it won't come near us. Lord Jesus, and that you are the healer. Lord Jesus, and, and even most of all, we know that those that die in you will be saved. 
Lord Jesus, we're realists, Lord. We're being real, Lord God. And we thank you for blessing us to be real about life, this life. Lord Jesus, that you're able to do exceedingly abundantly. And Lord God, and, and though you're able to do those things, it's your choice. And we pray that your will is done. Lord Jesus, uh, bless your will to be done here on earth as it is in heaven. Lord God, help us to live by your will. Help us, Lord God, to understand your will and your way, Lord. Lord Jesus, through your word, Lord Jesus, let the, the ministry, Lord, line up with your word. Bless your Holy Ghost. Thank you, Jesus. Bless us, Lord God, to live, Lord Jesus, by your word, Lord, Lord Jesus, uh, and to be smart in what we do, Lord God, on the job, uh, in, in recreation, wherever we are, whatever we're doing, Lord God. Lord Jesus, we thank you, Lord. Lord, even if we're just resting, bless our rest to be in you. Lord Jesus, bless our minds to be stayed up on you, Lord God, so that we have peace, Lord. Lord Jesus, pray and ask, Lord Jesus, that you would touch those that are bedridden, those that, Lord Jesus, that, that uh, Lord Jesus, that have unspoken requests, that you would bless them right now in the name of Jesus. Lord God, and I thank you for each one that is present right now, Lord God, that have pressed their way into this, the, the, your house, press your way into the service this morning. Lord Jesus, I, I thank you right now, Lord God. You know whatever they're dealing with. You know whatever the situation is, Lord God, and I, I thank you right now because you're a deliverer of those situations. Lord Jesus, I thank you right now because you're able, Lord God, to uh, Lord to bless right now, Savior. Lord God, I thank you right now because of because of who you are, Lord God. And Lord God, as we are about this life, Lord, and and I thank you right now, Savior, that you have revealed yourself to us, Lord God, and that you will continue, Lord God, to to show us the way, Lord Jesus, that we magnify you and glorify you even more in Jesus' mighty name, Amen and Amen. Thank you, Jesus. Again, we thank God for his goodness. Thank God for uh, uh, for all that has joined in, that has listened. I'm just going to, before we before we close this morning, uh, that that to, to bless you, uh, those that are our listening audience, Kate and uh, Loretta, and uh, many of those that have joined in, Sandra and. Uh, I see somebody here saying King David ha has joined, and, and so certainly we thank God for, for Maggie and Leah and uh, Paul. Uh, thank God for you, Britt. Uh, certainly we thank God. We don't take it lightly uh, for those that are that are listening, our listening audience. Uh, we believe that that uh, your your presence, even across the the internet, your presence, even across the airway, Amen. The fact that you are present. It is a blessing. Uh, you could have visited many other places, but you you chosen to stop and to join in and to be part of this service. And we honor God for your presence. We'll be back again on Tuesday night uh, inside the pages, our comprehensive Bible study where we're in the book of Ezekiel. We have been uh, looking at the we're actually on the 20th chapter, but we recapping the uh, the vision that Ezekiel saw the. Uh, four faces, the, the face of the human, the face of the ox, the, the face of the lion, the face of the eagle. And we've covered the, the human, we've covered the lion, and we've covered the ox. And we'll be talking about the face of the eagle on Tuesday night. The Lord say the same. Uh, until then, God bless you. Uh, live holy. Amen. Be about this life. In Jesus' name, amen and amen. Bless you, Jesus.